I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by AWS, the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. Use AWS now to lower your business costs, become more agile, and for faster innovation. Apply now to get $1,000 free credits at hustleshare.com AWS. Also by TagCash. Spend, play, earn, and build a mobile wallet super app for your startup. Go now to hustleshare.com slash tagcash to apply and get your startup's mobile wallet. And tagcash. Spend, play, earn, and build a mobile wallet super app for your startup. Go now to hustleshare.com slash tagcash to apply and get your startup's mobile wallet. Welcome to the fourth edition of the Hustle Share Playbook. My name is Ronster, and I'm your host. And this playbook is powered by AWS, the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. We are a proud affiliate of the Podcast Network Asia, but before we begin, we'd like to remind you that this podcast contains not safe for work language, so make sure there are no kids when you're listening to this. Because today we'll be joined by a startup coach, and his name is Artie Lopez, to teach us how to pitch your startup idea. And Artie is not just one random guy that we picked out of the street because he helped a lot of Filipino startups win pitching competitions here in the Philippines already. And he's the most qualified to teach us about this. And the cool thing is that Artie will walk us through step by step on how you should even make your deck, how to execute your pitch, and most importantly, how to execute and do an elevator pitch. 
And lastly, he will also share concrete examples of how Filipino startups here did it and how they improved over time using Artie's formula that allowed them to win. So if you're ready to learn how to pitch your startup idea, let's begin this playbook right now. Welcome to the latest Hustle Share Playbook today. And we are with someone who is a breeder of champions. Okay, he doesn't breed with champions, <laughs> but he does breed champions. And welcome to the show, Mr. Artie Lopez, the startup coach. Hey man, thank you so much. Uh, thanks, Monster. Thanks for having me. Thank you, thank you. Again, uh, today is a very special day because we're gonna be talking about something that every startup technically has to go through. I don't yes. care what you're doing, what stage you're in, you gotta fucking do this like it's the Bible. And today, Hustle Share is going to be talking about a very, very vital part of key startup life. And today, Artie, what will be our play? What are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about pitching and how important it is and uh, how to do it right. There you go. Startup pitching, care of startup coach, Artie. But before <laughs> that, again, um, I'd like to give a shout out. Again, Artie is one of the most respected Startup. I don't even know if there is other startup coaches in the Philippines <laughs> aside from you, uh, but you are you are way up there and whatnot. But let's just flex you a little bit more. All right. Okay. I, I've I've been there's this uh there's this saying that if someone says a certain line like blah one blah 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 at a time. We kind of know already who, who taught them that. <laughs> <laughs> that uh. is startup coach RT. Okay. But hey, let's flex it. How mm -hmm. many people have you taught that have won pitching, pitching competitions? At least the, the ones that you can remember. Uh, or at um, least be finalists. I can't remember the number. Uh, I do remember some of the names, I guess. Okay. Like who? A, let's well, count it, shout them out. Uh, I'd like to think uh, that I was very uh, helpful to, I think you, you had him last session. So Mags. Uh, Mags, of, of course. Uh, he was out. one of the guys that uh, I started mentoring even when he was just starting out with Acadine for Founder Institute. Oh my God, you should have seen his pitch the first day. Yeah. Um, literally everybody in the room, their feedback was, it sounds like you're a scammer. <laughs> and, and he is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, when he got that feedback, it's like, oh, you know, and then Ponzi we worked scheme. on it. The Ponzi scheme, the Ponzi scheme, I remember. Yes, yes, you remember. Yeah. And uh, we started working on that. And then, uh, yeah, after a few time, after a few sessions, it got very well. Uh, it was very much improved to the point that he won. A million uh, dollars. Yes, in uh, Seed Stars in oh my God. Uh, Switzerland. So that's amazing. Um, how about uh, Serve Happy? So uh, Serve Audrey, happy. Audrey yeah. of uh, Serve Happy, that's one another one. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Mel, uh, Mel of One Export. We uh, just had her on the show. Oh, a really? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, I was working with her also before when they were still starting out, and you know, she was just pitching, and then they joined overseas as well. So yep. she was one of the, the finalists. Right. Um, oh, and they won the Gojek thing. I was actually yes. talking about something like three years ago. So this was a new one, which yeah. is good. Um, bunch more. Uh, mm -hmm. Lard sounds like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lard and, and those guys. Oh my God, yeah. I remember in the start, but uh, they're not. They're very, very refined now. Very, mm -hmm. very good pitch. Absolutely. 
Avir, Justin Avir. I think you've had yeah. him on the show as well. So yeah, we haven't, but we'll have him on the show. Justin, oh, you if you're you listening to this, yeah, know where to go. You see in the <laughs> studio. We gotta have you here. Yes. Okay, so there's again a common denominator here. The way you taught these guys, who again is not really just. It's not an art per se. I mean, it's not a science, but it is a science the way you taught it because the the, the output says it all mm-hmm. that they're able to not just win but get more opportunities by the way they pitch because mm-hmm. this can, can not just be applied in an everybody has to go through this technically a pitching competition. Mm-hmm. The way you pitch in a pitching competition is technically the same way you pitch in a boardroom or in an, uh, or an elevator pitch. To a certain extent, yes, I agree. Correct. So. Let's dissect that one is to one. Okay. okay. Again, nobody else can fucking do this the way this guy does it. <laughs> right. But if you do want more, again, you can book him through uh, down the road. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, toward, towards the uh, later part mm-hmm. of the episode. Artie, what makes a good pitch? What does the, what, if, if you're a startup, like, ah, oh, fuck, how do I pitch? Do I just fucking bombard people? What's, well, how do you, what's your method in teaching these, these startups to, to pitch what they have? Okay, so first thing I tell uh, startups and founders is that a pitch is always going to be different depending on who you're pitching to. Mm. So you gotta you gotta figure that out first. Am I gonna be pitching to investors? Am I pitching to a pitch competition to judges, mm-hmm. or am I pitching to people who want to partner up with me, or maybe uh, employees who might want to work with me or co-founders? Mm-hmm. And the kind that um, the, the the thing that you've been mentioning, where people kind of. Uh, sound the same mm-hmm. i guess it's because uh that is the way i teach them how to pitch in competitions in a comp- but it's a, a winning one so <laughs> fuck it it's all good it works i know people say that you know it sounds the same and that's because you and me you know and other people in the industry we know the same people and we hear yeah. the same thing mm-hmm. but i truly believe that it's the most effective way mm-hmm. to pitch an idea that is novel or new to mm-hmm. an audience who's never heard it before got it so i still think that you know even if it sounds the same it's still the most effective Way. Okay, how do we do this? Well, how do you prepare these guys? Because again, mm-hmm. there's always this 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 playbook. And again, I just top of my head, you wanna there's several slides that are important there. Problem, mm-hmm. solution, team, mm-hmm. TAM, mm-hmm. uh, what else? Uh, your traction mm-hmm. and all these things. But among all these slides, you can't just be fucking reading all them. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's the worst thing. Worst way you can. Do. It's like a like a college deck, oh, this is the hit, blah, 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 blah. Especially if you have time pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you execute it properly? And what are the components of a good pitch? Well, I think the first thing that you have to do is if you are lining up or writing out on a pitch is you have to figure it out that it's a whole story a from narrative. start to finish. It's a narrative. Yeah. You don't do it slide one, slide two, slide three. You have to think about it as a whole, like yeah. you, very holistic. Like how am I going to start? What am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about in the middle? And then how am I going to end? Got and it. then that's when you start inputting what you want to put in the slides. And in between also, there's a lot of ad-libbing and stitching it up. Yes. So it's I, smooth. Right. Sorry, I just wanted to say that you, I never, or I always tell people, don't memorize your pitch. Yeah. Don't memorize it word for word. I'm sure this happened to you like way, way, way back. I don't know, maybe in school or maybe even when you were pitching early on. But you forget one word from a pitch that you memorize, you're, you're dead, man. You, yes. like, you, you drop it's the like whole a rap. thing. It's like yep. a rap song. Like, oh shit, what am I? I'm just going to mumble here. But basically, that's what happens. So what right. I do recommend is uh, figure out what you want to say per slide. What's the best sequence that you think 
works? I think the best sequence is always problem first. Okay. Always get the problem first. If you do not, uh, if you're not clear about what the problem you're trying to solve is, everything else will suck. Gotcha. So you gotta f- be able to be very clear about the problem. Next, how are you gonna solve it? Meaning, what is it that you're building? Solution. solution. Okay. And then that's when you start moving on. The next, the other parts are a little bit more flexible. Like you okay. can talk about, okay, uh, I'm gonna solve it and this is how I'm gonna make money doing it. That could be number one. Okay. Or uh, the slide after solution could be, uh, this is what other people are doing about it and okay. this is how I'm gonna do it better. You know, so yeah. th- th- that could be a, another, uh, also another, I guess, What template. I do usually is have a problem solution and also the first five minutes of the pitch or if you have that luxury, or the first few minutes, or if you have just time, time shit. The question always to the investor or the audience is, why you? Exactly. Why the fuck do I le- need to listen to you? So yep. the, what I put, if I have traction, I flex right away right after. Me because this. Mm-hmm. And then now, okay, tell me more. Exactly. So right? if you do have traction, put it up front. Uh, unfortunately, yes. not a lot of founders, especially guys starting out, they don't have mm. too much traction. But if you do even just a little bit, put it up front. Put or it problem experience. solution. Experience. Yes. Uh, experience in the field, uh, industry experience, that's very, very important. Okay. Give me one an thing, example. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, I was just going to say one thing that's also very important to me. You mm-hmm. said, say, uh, why you, right? Mm-hmm. One of the important things also I want to learn about is why this? So why this and why you? So why why are you the best person to solve this? And why is this the one thing that you decided to work on? Got it. Of all the things you could possibly exactly. do. Exactly. Why why trash? Why right. is it uh, VR? Why is it finance? You know, why fintech? So I, those are the things I want to understand. Okay. Give me an example of at least the first few parts of mm-hmm. any startup or any guy that you remember that does this incredibly well. Uh, I'm always impressed by uh, Justin Avir. Okay. Uh, I guess... Uh, he's he's very uh, good at pitching and explaining what he does. Okay. Um, he's also very confident on stage. I okay. guess that also comes because I think he has some theater experience. So ah, good for him. Improv. Uh, improv. Very yes. very good. So you know he's he's really good at it. Um, okay. But uh, there are a few. There are actually very a lot of people who are very good at this. Okay. Uh, I would say uh, also Ruel of Capital, Mel of One Export. Yep. Max has been pretty good after all that yeah. uh, practice and experience. Correct. Audrey uh, of Serve yep. Happy also very oh. Uh, Ray. Ray uh, Refundo. Ray the Refundo. OG daddy. OG. Yeah. So that dude, uh, when he first started pitching, and he, tell, he he actually answered everything that you said. He told his story, why he was the best person, mm-hmm. why did he get into this, and then how is he solving the problem. So he, he did it really well. Got it. Now the next part. Um, what should the founder say? So it's very flexible, but if you had it your way, mm-hmm. or the startup uh, coach Artie way, what would come next? After what? Sorry. After again, so Pro- let's say problem solution. Why you? Let's mm-hmm. say what? What should be the next? Is it Tam? Because again, this is where it gets weirded out. And if you kind of mess up the flow, mm-hmm. it kind of messes up the ask at the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the which is the, the 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 most important slide. Exactly. The ask, right? So what should be next? I would I would say that it's important right after problem solution somewhere near that you have to discuss your target market and how big it is because otherwise it won't be interesting enough for me. Sure, there's a problem and yeah, you're solving it, but for who, right? Mm. I mean, how big is it? What's, how big is the opportunity? And then right after that, it, you, you should be telling me how you make money in the process because Got that'll it. explain, ah, now I start computing. Oh, okay, if you're making something like, I don't know, $15 per transaction and then there's something like uh, 1.5 million transactions a day, then as an investor or as a judge, I kind of understand how big your business can get. Got so th- that's important. And then you follow it up with, and that's why I need your help and that's why I'm asking for how much for this investment or what. Got it. Yeah. 
right? And th- that's why it's so weird sometimes where in certain pitches, you do the ask up front. Mm-hmm. It's like you're asking for marriage and we haven't even <laughs> met. Exactly. How the fuck is that going to work? You know, I've seen it. I've seen it actually. Yeah. Correct. In final pitch, we do that, uh-huh. but this is because of the show. Exactly. Right. But at, at the start, in a normal pitch, in a startup environment, at mm-hmm. least again, caveat: a startup environment. Mm-hmm. That's that's the climax. Yes. Right. You don't. You. I'm asking for blah 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 because it sets the wrong precedent as well. Uh huh. <laughs> right. It's it's like you're. I don't even know who you are, and I don't know even what you're doing here. And then you're asking me for money. It, it, it starts off very rough. I, I actually don't recommend it at all. True. Unless you're some dude that you know you have uh, you have a pedigree of exiting three startups and 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 uh, making millions of dollars, and then you start off with the ask, and yeah. then sure, okay, that seems reasonable. Then I want I'll ask why. What are you What are you working but on? But only a very few number of <laughs> Filipinos. <laughs> yeah, in the Philippines, I I don't think so. And so. even the best of them don't execute that way i agree but yeah. again for the sakes of the show i get it mm-hmm. but there in a normal envi- environment don't pull that gun it looks weird you'll mm-hmm. d- you'll be dead in the water <laughs> I, I i so agree with you okay now the most important slide already before mm-hmm. we first we take our first break yeah. um the ask yep how do you not fumble or how do you not fuck this up yeah because yeah if it's like ah uh, I'm asking for <laughs> 300,000 pesos to be spent on marketing on a 500 million valuation. <laughs> oh man, if you only knew oh how much I've heard God. that. Oh my God. So honestly, one thing I want everybody to remember is the content is not as important as the delivery. Yeah. Meaning you could, you, the, everything on that slide could be spot on, but if you do it wrong, if you say yep. it wrong, you lose everything. Yep. So number one, be confident when you say it because mm-hmm. if you sound like uh, like like what you just sounded like like you were you were unsure or maybe you were just very uh, scared and shy, mm-hmm. I'd be like, why the fuck do I want to give you my money, right? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's like you don't know what you're gonna do with it or you're not right. sure. Yeah, and that's why uh, people like uh, Ray. Yes. And uh, and uh, Henry of Education. That's why we invested in them because it's when they asked, they were so confident that they knew what they were going to do with the money that you were like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in you because I know that if I give you my money, you're gonna do something great with it, and you're gonna make me more money as an investor. So I think that's uh, that's very important. Number one, be know in your heart that you are asking for money because you are not exactly going to lose it, that you're going to do something good with it and make more. Mm-hmm. And be authentic about it. Yep. Now, in terms of the content uh, on that slide, okay. uh, be clear. How much are you asking? What is the valuation that, uh, that you are proposing? And if they do ask uh, why, be, know that you can justify it. it. Have enough data or at least know it on the top of your head that you can justify the valuation and the amount that you're looking for. Okay. Now, sorry, last third thing that I wanted to sure. say. When you are asking for money, don't tell them what you're going to spend it on. Meaning, for example, don't say, oh, we're going to spend it on Google Ads and marketing, buy new <laughs> tables and chairs and a couple of new <laughs> Apple laptops. Oh, man. So the best, uh, the best thing that I've, uh, I've realized is that when you ask for money, tell them the milestones that you want to achieve. Correct. So I want to I want to take my service and platform from fifty users to five thousand users. Exactly. Or I want to increase my customers or my my suppliers from ten to fifty. That's the best thing to say when you're going to ask for money. Absolutely, because at the end of the day, if you're credible enough, whatever you said prior 
will just justify why the hell you're asking for this type of cash. Yes, exactly. Correct. So if I'm gonna grow my customers from 50 to 500, mm-hmm. by all means, buy all the app, Apple laptops you need, sure. right? As long as I know that you're gonna use it for something to grow the company. Absolutely. Okay, now let's Turk. Let's Turk. What the fuck is a Turk? I'm not. I don't want no shawarma right now. <laughs> let's take our first break, and when we do come back, let's talk about the intangibles and the other things that where you can apply the same philosophies in terms of bitching in startup life. But let's talk about that more after the break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate your growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph. That's saschallenge.ph. And good luck and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We're still with startup coach Arty, who's teaching us the art and the science of bitching because he's the granddaddy of them all in the <laughs> award. You know, if there's 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 a there's this institution where it produces in the Philippines uh, a lot of beauty queens. Started <laughs> Coach Arty is the one producing all the winning startup bitches out there. But it's not an accident because that's why we're we're here with him today. Okay. Now you talk about the structure, mm-hmm. Artie. Let's talk about the intangibles. Okay. Because we can structure this all you want, but if you fucking choke on your words, mm. it ain't gonna happen, bruh. Oh, right? Yeah. So what are the intangibles that you, that people need to do to execute a proper startup pitch? Uh, I guess one important thing, and this is gonna sound cliche, but people always don't do it, is you gotta practice, bro. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you could memorize every slide and what you're, what you're gonna say per slide, but you actually have to stand up in front of someone yep. and actually deliver it several times, not just I've once. seen Audrey do this several times. Oh. And she looked weird and crazy outside. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, even with full, full, full um, you know, uh, hand gestures and all, 
Like, what is this woman doing? Are you really the owner of Bizu? <laughs> the first time I practiced with Audrey, yeah. she would not stop. So we started at 7 p.m. We ended at 2.30 in oh the morning. Oh my God. Yep, nonstop. It was, she repeated it so many times, I memorized her pitch. Oh my God. And I think that's the best way. You don't practice enough till you get it right. You Repetition. practice enough till you cannot get it wrong. So wow. that is that is very important. So one, one advice I have, and mm-hmm. I always tell my founders is, video yourself. Video yourself when you're pitching, mm-hmm. even when you're alone, and watch it. Dude, mm-hmm. that's the fucking most embarrassing thing you could ever do, I promise. Right. But you will learn so much. Like, you'll, I, sh- I scratch my anopala, I scratch yeah. my head, mm-hmm. or, or I, I, sh- I, I always lean to the left or the right. right. And those are the things that you kind of want to know uh, when you're pitching so that you know that you're confident when you actually have to do it. So really. the body language, would you reflect? You'd be the, your own critic. Yes, you have way. to be your own critic. You have to see what you're doing wrong. Uh, first, and then okay. after that, then you could also start doing it with others, so that other people can also judge you Got and it. can give you feedback. All right, so repetition, intangibles. So is there anything about pace and tonality that we're talking about? Because again, not everybody is gifted with this, mm-hmm. right? And unfortunately, everybody has to do this well enough mm-hmm. to get. Again, the the objective was a pitch in an, in a startup pitching competition. Find their surprise, mm-hmm. great, but. The invest the objective as a pitch is to get a proper meeting, mm-hmm. not to you know that's it. No, people aren't gonna write you checks because of that pitch. Exactly, I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm gonna burst your bubble there. Yep. Right. You Does have to uh, get to a meeting where after that now we can talk term sheets and mm-hmm. go back and forth and do due diligence and the whole gamut per yes. se. But what's the secret in tonality and enunciation that you can give? So that's exactly the point, uh, similar to what you said. So a lot of people, the reason they they uh, don't have a good pace is because they try to rush everything. Mm-hmm. And the reason they try to rush everything is because they try to say so many things or so yeah. much. Word vomit. <laughs> yes. And the most important thing is you have to understand that you don't have to say everything yes. during the pitch. In a five-minute pitch, there's no way you can say everything. Uh-huh. So you have to be able to say just enough that the person wants to talk to you more. Yeah. And that's why uh, one of the biggest mistakes is trying to put everything into mm-hmm. your pitch and your pitch deck. Don't do that. Just focus on the top things that you want to talk about and a little teaser about them so right. that people will want to meet you and talk to you more. So uh, what I what I say to when I when I teach people is try to think of yourself talking to a senior citizen or mm-hmm. a kid or a child. Mm-hmm. So you have to speak soft. Uh, sorry, you have to speak slowly. Right. Uh, and you have to take pauses in between, mm-hmm. but you have to speak clearly. So uh, that is, uh, I guess, in terms of enunciation and and tonality and pace, that's what I would say. And again, repetition will also eventually fix that up and get feedback too. Yes, feedback is very important. Because even if you're like, shit, okay, that looks okay with me. But (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, that looks like me. (laughs) Oh, there's so many founders that say, oh, I've practiced so many times and I watch myself. Yeah, but have you asked others what they think about you? Especially people that you respect who are like, you know, the ones that you look up to, like, oh shit, that I want to, Mm-hmm. get feedback from Artie or mm-hmm. from Magellan mm-hmm. or from whoever because they, they're the ones who've been there and won. Exactly. Even like Cindy Burdett. Yes. Cindy has been won before yes, as well. Yes. And whatnot of, of uh, uh, what the Startup World Cup before. Yeah, Startup right? World Cup. That's true. So yeah, so um, get get feedback from people that you admire or yeah. people that you think are, are good at what they do and at the same time are honest with you. Of course. Because you don't want somebody, you know, uh, bullshitting you. Lip, yeah, well. bullshitting lip service and say, oh, okay. you're doing well, but you're actually not. So Okay, so again, the objective is to get a tell me more. Mm-hmm. That's it. Now, on the tell me more, usually in a spitching competition, there's a 
uh, portion there after the the pitch that's called the Q and A. Mm-hmm. What do you do now during Q and A? Because if you memorize the fucking pitch, <laughs> you're not. You can never predict uh-huh. what's gonna ha- be thrown at you in Q and A. So, how, what's your advice during Q and A? Okay, so this is the this is the secret. Um, when you pitch so many times to different people, you'll get the same questions over and over again. Correct. And uh, you have two choices. Either number one, you change your pitch. So yeah. that you incorporate it so that people don't have to ask that question. Yep. Or my secret and what I tell my founders is that you have extra slides, appendix slides mm. that answer that question. And that's strong. I know it sounds weird, but that's strong. And I'll explain why. The reason it sounds strong is because when the judge or the investor asks that question and, and you'd be like, oh, okay. And then you just go to the laptop and press a button and suddenly Boom, the answer you look pops like up. A ma- Wow. Exactly. You have baon. Yep. <laughs> that's your alas. Right. Diba? So basically, you're like, oh, this guy knew I was going to ask that question and he had the perfect answer. Right. Now, I'll tell you, mm-hmm. two startups have won global competitions just on that Thing alone. Let's call them out. And what did they do and how did they do that? So um, if I remember correctly, uh, Gear of Goodwill, uh, Good Meal Hunting. Yes. She had a comp- uh, she joined the Tekanesha Roadshow competition before. Right. And uh, I was helping her with her pitch. And uh, since it's food, the question was always going to be about food security. Right. And she didn't have enough time to talk about it in the pitch. Yeah. So that was her first appendix slide. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the judge asked her that, she just literally pressed one button. It went to that slide. She answered it with confidence. Boom. Nobody wanted to ask any more questions. Because she's like, ah, okay. Mic drop. Yep. <laughs> Mic drop. She Mamba knows her out. shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. There you go. The next one is mm-hmm. uh, Audrey of Serve Happy. Same okay. thing happened to her in Tectonic. And uh, Got it. she had one slide. She answered the question. It showed that she knew what she was doing and she could answer the questions that they brought. So, you know, nobody asked any more questions and she won. So those are important. Uh, that is amazing. Th- th- that's great so advice. So appendix slides. Appendix slides. Extra yes. alas. Yes, your alas. There you go. You're technically like gambit. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yes. Okay, now, uh, question also in terms of how you can apply this in different types of pitches. You mm-hmm. said there's a that's the MA the, the MO or the modus operandi mm-hmm. we have for pitching competitions. Mm-hmm. In other scenarios where there's always an elevator pitch, which is the most common pitch yes. you have to yes. do as a founder. Okay. I don't care where this is. Mm-hmm. In a bathroom, yep. I th- you're peeing and you're in a pluck this elevator pitch that guy. Right? <laughs> yes. I think I'm the guy who actually pitched Dave McClure before in a restroom. Nice. I'm okay, I'll come clean. Sorry, Dave. Well, <laughs> 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 I got the investment. Yay. Assholes. <laughs> so yeah, but uh well, how do you properly execute of all those things that you've said in a five minute pitch, uh-huh. how do you dwindle it down to a quick 30 second, one minute elevator pitch, RT? Okay, so uh Elevator pitch. You're going to use this so many times, like you said. In a, in a urinal, in a bathroom, in a party, whenever you run into a high school uh, high school batchmate that asks you, so what are you doing now, right? So uh, I like to break it down into just two parts. Number one is a problem and solution. That's the two most important parts, but you kind of have to structure it. And I have like uh, four suggestions about four rules. Okay. Number one has to be concise. You have concise. to be super duper short. Okay. You have to be 30 minutes, uh, sorry, 30 seconds to a minute. Mm-hmm. Next, it has to be easy to understand. So don't use jargon. Mm-hmm. Don't use technical terms. You don't need show notes for that one. Okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, number three for me is you have to be believable. Credibility. So, credibility. so you have to either give some sort of information or share about your experience, meaning 
whoever it is that you're elevator pitching to, I kind of have to know that you know what you're talking about, right? Yeah. In that one sec, uh, in that one minute. And mm-hmm. lastly, you gotta talk about it as a business. Like, how are you going to make money? Because yeah. otherwise, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I mean, like, are you talking about a really expensive hobby that you have, or is it a donation? Are you looking for are you looking for money, or I mean, like a like a foundation or something? I don't know. So you have to be clear on those four things. You have to be uh, you have to be clear. You have to yep. be concise. You have to be believable and mm-hmm. show me the money. Gotcha. And that's where you flex. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, we have a seven digit um, sponsorship deal in three months. Mm. We're just three months. Old. What? Yeah. Traction. Then, then now, tra- traction speaks louder than words. <laughs> that's yes. it. I don't care what you say. Just show me the money, man. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So after that, how about in a boardroom? How's the different approach? Because in a boardroom, now you don't have time constraint. Mm-hmm. You can actually go deep, do a deep dive. Yes. But what do you add and what do you remove in all that? Okay, so I would say you have no time limit, right? Okay. Uh, I would suggest number one, first of all, send all your documents beforehand mm. because uh, you don't want to spend or you don't want to waste time with people reading the documents or the deck or whatever numbers that you have to show yeah. on the meeting itself. So yeah. try to send that before, uh, beforehand so that if they have any questions, they could send that to you and then you could answer it in a presentation. Yeah. Uh, number two, I would always listen more. Try to see what they are trying to find out or trying to ask. Because sometimes uh, these these investors, they just don't know what they want to ask. And right. you have to be able to get that or pull that out of them. Mm-hmm. Like, are they are they feeling, uh, are they not too confident about my, uh, my regu- about regulatory issues? Like, yeah. are, do they have an issue with me because I don't have a lending license? Or yeah. do they have an issue because I don't have a uh, hiring license or something like that? Then you can address it. Okay. So basically what you want to do is you want to figure out what are the concerns and what are the investors or the people in the boardroom scared about mm-hmm. and address them in a very uh, strong and in a very credible way. Okay, sounds good. Now, in terms of resources and tools and whatnot, do you recommend or do you have any uh, thing that you can suggest, aside, of course, from practice and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, that, that can help them uh, at least track this and make this the more successful thing mm-hmm. that they do, especially those uh, um, early-stage startup founders. They're not out there yet. Yes. They haven't risen above ground yet and mm-hmm. then show themselves out, mm-hmm. especially if you're networking. Mm-hmm. Dude, you need to be a master of elevator pitching yeah, yeah, you because do. you don't know anybody in the room mm-hmm. and you literally have to cover the whole room. So mm-hmm. you need to say that over and over and over again. Exactly. But how will they be better? Is there any tool set or whatever that they can use? Okay, so uh, I guess uh, for uh, let's break that down. No? For okay. the actual pitch like on stage and how you could do it and what you can follow, okay. I would suggest check out some YouTube channels. Uh, right. YouTube, uh, channel of launch conference is great because okay. you get uh, our uh, YouTube uh, channel of TechCrunch Disrupt is also great. You get nice. you see a lot of pitches. Okay, uh, please don't 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 base don't use Shark Tank as a basis of uh, no. pitches. Oh, no, no, That's no, 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 not no. how it is in the real world, bro. Nope, nope. So don't do not use that as your basis for a pitch. Yes, uh, launch conference, uh, TechCrunch Disrupt. Those two are are great. Now for decks, I would check out pitchenvy.com. Pitch Envy. Pitch Envy is, is amazing. Yes. A lot of a lot of good pitches on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, in terms of uh, actually real experience, I would suggest just get out there, dude. You right. can't. There's no experience. There's no replacement for experience. And the good thing about it is that if you attend uh, startup events, conferences, conferences, or just meetups, yeah. If you just go up to a person and ask them what they're doing, they'll do the same. And you can just keep repeating that yeah. elevator pitch and it won't be weird. Correct. Because you, you go to a wedding and you try to pitch to everybody there, that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of a little bit weird, right? 
So but that, hey, you'll never know. Yeah, you, you never know. That's right. that's hustling, right? Yeah. But you will get a few weird stares. Right. But if you do it in a startup <laughs> event, for sure, people are expecting that of you. Correct. So it's better. So stop trying to, to to memorize and stop trying to practice at home. Uh, at one point in time, when you, you've done enough practice and you've done enough memorizing, you got to get out there. You have to get out there and start talking to people, real people. Okay, now last question before we go. Mm-hmm. How do you stand out? Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, and uh, even if you do have to memorize this by heart mm-hmm. or have this skill in your back pocket, mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a CFO, CTO, whatever. Yo, you got to pitch mm-hmm. one form or another. But mm-hmm. you got to choose that one in your team, right? But how do you stand out? What makes a very, uh, you know, uh, unforgettable pitch? Because everybody will do this. Mm-hmm. I fuck you not. Yes. But how do you become that one that I will remember during the day if you heard that pitch? Because again, it's all about standing out from the crowd. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? Okay, so it's a very, very uh, tough question. Uh, it's a great one. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I am trying to think to myself, the most memorable pitches that uh, I can't forget mm-hmm. are, are the ones really that uh, tell a very deep uh, story like I understand why the founder is doing this, mm-hmm. why he got into this, and who he was. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. One of the most unforgettable pitches I've ever heard is a guy uh, who pitched in Seed Stars in Switzerland, and he started off by saying, "I will live eight to ten years shorter than you." That's whoa. the first line he said, and I was like, "Whoa!" And his next line was, "And by the time I finished this pitch, eight people would have died because just like me." They have diabetes. Oh shit! So, and then eventually, I was like, "Wow!" So he grabbed the audience right away. So now I'm gonna listen. What is this guy? What is this guy talking about? And he eventually uh, talks about an app where he it's a um, an app to basically monitor your uh, yeah, insulin, sugar. your yeah. blood sugar, and your uh, and wow. also your um, your medication. Wow. And uh, very very strong. So um, because I he told me about him and his okay. story, and I got to know who he was in the first I don't know 10, 15 seconds. Right. Then it's strong. Same thing about Ray, Uh, Quickwire. The story of Quickwire is really- Did he also say, I will live eight years? (laughs) (laughs) Probably because uh, he's drunk. Alcohol poisoning, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Ray. (laughs) I hope this is the best I will live eight years long because I got too drunk and published. (laughs) (laughs) My liver can take it. Or uh, he punched some random science in Borak. (laughs) (laughs) I know, that's sorry to you. But but honestly, the, I can't forget the, his story because his story is that uh, mm-hmm. the reason he's trying to fix payments in the Philippines is because his aunt lost money yeah. uh, sending money from the U.S. to the Philippines to pay for a condo. So it, it's really, you don't, you forget pe- what people work on, the company and what they're doing, but you don't forget their stories. The narrative. The narrative. And that's yes. why I keep saying um, it's a long, uh, to, to access long-term memory, it's a formula of information times emotion. Absolutely. So you can't live on information alone. You can't live on facts alone. There has to be some form of emotion that brings you in to the, to the narrative, to the discussion. Absolutely. So Thank that's you. what I would say. Yeah. If there's one thing I would add to, I learned this too through the whole thing, especially, you know, um, again, investors they will, will get bombarded by all these things. Mm-hmm. Pitch when nobody is expecting you to pitch. Mm-hmm. And don't, so here's how I do it. I do it in the bar at that party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When everybody's gone home and they think they've done their job, yeah. that's when I get 
to them and mm-hmm. I really pitch and I become human to them. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, wow. Okay, we're, we're at the end, I want them to call me bro. Exactly. If we're at bro levels, you trust me. Yes. That you do understand what the hell I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And you will remember me mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll, we'll eventually catch up again. Mm-hmm. You have to great. befriend them too. Yeah. Right. Someone you'd want to have a beer with. I, 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 I was it 500 stars? I think either way yeah. it was Dave or it was Kylie who said, yeah. uh, I can't invest in someone who I can't imagine having a beer with. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Startup Coach RT. Appreciate it. You're Unfortunately. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It was fun. We don't have much time. But before <laughs> we let you go, Startup Coach, um, what do they, if they want to get more? Because all you said in just like fucking 30 minutes mm-hmm. and, and above is gold. But I'm pretty sure in 30 minutes, he was able to share us that much more. What more if you had me as your real full-time coach? If you want, if you want to get, hire you as a startup coach, where do, what do they do and where do they go? Yes, so uh, I, I do this. Uh, I do mentor and I do coach uh, startups either with their pitching, uh, business model, whatever. Uh, but uh, I do help other teams and, co- uh, and, and help coach them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, please email me at rt at brainsparks.ph. That's mm-hmm. A-R-T-I-E at brainsparks.ph. Or you can just text me or Viber me or WhatsApp me at 0917-849-0734. Please be mindful of the time because it might sound like a booty call if you sound <laughs> <laughs> if you text me at 3, text him, text him at 3 a.m. Please be very clear as okay. to what uh, you are requesting. What do you want? Okay. Yes. <laughs> what is your ask? <laughs> Don't elevator pitch him on my fucking Viber chat. All right. Yes. Again, thank you very much, Coach Hardy. Thank you very much, also, Ron, for having me. All right. And I'll see you guys in the next playbook. Peace. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. 
Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2023. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. <laughs> 